this is Alan Schimmel of DevOps.com. Very happy to be joined today by Michael Azoff, Principal Analyst at Ovum. Michael, welcome to DevOps Chats. Thank you very much, Alan. Pleased to be here. Thank you. Michael, um, you, well, Ovum, but you as the author, just published uh, several Ovum decision matrices, I guess, plural of matrix, um, in the last day or two one of which was on DevOps, Agile, etc. cetera. Um, for our audience who may not be familiar with the OVM decision matrix, can you explain kind of what they are, who the audience is, what, what they're about? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So the OVM decision matrix is OVM's uh, product uh, comparison methodology where we compare products side by side across three dimensions. Uh, one is the technology the other is enterprise fit, uh, and then we we use the the matrix is um, uh, uh, the, the the result is displayed as a bubble chart. So the size of the bubble is the marketing. So those are the three dimensions, and um, I cover the uh, uh, software lifecycle management at Ovum, and uh, we published um, uh, three um, Ovum decision matrices. Uh, covering uh, the whole life cycle. So one was on application life cycle management, one was on agile project management, and the other uh, DevOps release management. Fantastic. The ALM, sorry, do you want to ask a question? No, no, I said that said, that sounded fantastic. Yeah, uh, it's not common uh, for us to, uh, or for, for one analyst <laughs> to do three at the same time. I think uh, I'm the first to do that, but it, it made logical sense because I'm covering the life cycle from end to end. The the ALM one, we've been, uh, we've, we've had a cycle of these decision matrices for, for, for many years, but this is the first one that spans not just enterprise IT, but also engineering manufacturing, where because of the exponential rise of software content in advanced products, there is a, a very, very uh, a clear need for um, to managing that complexity and, and a role for ALM. So this covered for the first time the engineering side as well. Um, the, the Agile project management was then a subset of the ALM one and focused purely on enterprise IT. So that's uh, the, the, the original um, uh, scope for ALM. Um, calling it Agile project management because uh, it's very much about a, a man the management at a high level and then using um, Typically, organizations use a lot of uh, open source tools for, for core development, and uh, um, uh, so, so that made logical sense to, to name it in that fashion, with Agile being now so typical and common. But many of these solutions are generic and allow um, any kind of process to be uh, from traditional stage gates uh, through to Agile, um, allow, uh, allow that, that um, uh, coverage. And then uh, DevOps release management, which uh, is, is, has been around for some time. Um, I think the first report where we looked at products was in 2010. Um, but uh, this year, we're seeing the, the topic has become really, really hot. And um, it was timely to do an OVM decision matrix. In fact, the first uh, proper decision matrix on uh, solutions in, in that sphere. Got it. Um. 
let's talk about some of the companies and, and we'll, you know, well, before we do that, Michael, can you give our listeners a little insight into how this was conducted? Sure. So the, the original matrix, uh, terminology I think stemmed from the fact that we send um, the vendors, we, we invite vendors to participate, we send them project criteria, if they fit the criteria then they're in. It's essentially we're looking at the, the top players in the market. I also tend to invite some of the more interesting and uh, innovative smaller companies to participate as well um, because I think that that's of interest to 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 the readers. So, um, but generally, it is the, the the top market leaders who who are participants. Uh, so we send them a spreadsheet, and that's the sort of matrix. It's um, um, has um, the uh, um, 200 to 400, uh, which which we're actually trying to reduce the number of questions rows uh, that we have in the matrix. But the uh, the vendors fill these out. Uh, we uh, then uh, have a briefing with the vendors. Uh, we, we look. We have a, a demo of their product, um, and um, we we also delve into their uh, uh, marketing approach. Uh, and we look at their financial numbers. We look at the, the, their approach to, to customer service. So it's very in depth. It's multi-dimensional, as I mentioned. Uh, and uh, on that basis, we then. Uh, produce the, uh, the 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 decision matrix uh, bubble chart. Got it. Um, would, I don't know if we want to name names, Michael, but uh, it, let's take the DevOps matrix to start with. What were who you know according to the matrix? What were some of the let's call it top performers? If you, is that a good term to use? Yeah, it certainly is, uh, and uh, it, I, I think of all the, uh, I've, I've been an analyst since 2003 and um, conducted these type of uh, uh, vendor product comparisons, and I, I would say this has been the most contentious and most difficult to uh, of all of these exercises in, in drawing vendors apart. So um, I've had I, I ended up with a number of uh, quite a number of leaders uh, who are very um, sort of in that leading category. So I can I can uh, I'll try and do this alphabetically. So uh, let's see. So CA, Cloudbees, uh, Atomic, uh, Clariv, um, Microsoft, Electric Cloud, IBM. Um, uh, Serena, uh, did I mention CA, uh, Azebia Labs, mm -hmm. so yeah. Sounds pretty so comprehensive. <laughs> there are a lot of vendors, they, they all did extraordinarily well, it was uh, very difficult to uh, draw them apart, but they, they all have rather different approaches to, to uh, the market, uh, and this is what is um, sort of delved into in, in the actual uh, ODM report. So I do encourage uh, people to actually look at the report and, and read carefully our SWOT. Um, so that's uh, strength, weaknesses, uh, opportunities, and threats analysis, which uh, goes into quite a lot of detail and really gives the flavor of each of these solutions um, in, in that leading category. Um, and then we have some, some challenger um, uh, solutions as well. Yeah. Got it. And, and Michael, I mean, certainly DevOps is a, uh, on top of everyone's, you know, list of, of hot topics or near the top of everyone's list of hot topics. 
you know, separating the hype from the reality here, uh, just, you know, where's, where's, where's the ceiling for these things? I mean, you know, do you see, like, what do you see down the road in short term, 12 months, 18 months, 24 months? Well, we've we had the first wave of uh, the, the innovation in this market with support for um, managing continuous delivery. So, um, at a at a uh, open source level, there was activity. Um, there were vend, uh, vendor startups that um, provided their 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 own um, continuous delivery solutions, and then on top of that, management and orchestration. So all of that was happening around 2011, and the, the larger vendors um, made acquisitions. I mean, IBM um, acquired uh, uh, Urban Code, uh, CA acquired Nolio, BMC um, uh, Streamstep. So, so very much uh, um, a sort of rationalization and an anticipation of the of the market. Um, but we're still seeing new players come onto the scene, like Clary, for example, is an interesting one, and uh, Cloudbees. The open source um, uh, um, project owners of Jenkins uh, have um, sort of stepped into the enterprise um, side and, and, and expanded their offering with, with a, a, a release management, an enterprise-ready release management solution. So um, uh, still a lot of activity, um, and um, um, I, I would say the next step in this market would be ALM and and release management are tying uh, a lot closer. Um, and I think from a customer point of view, it would be a, a, a useful benefit to have a, a single ALM solution that included uh, these advanced release management um, uh, technology in there as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Michael, where do you see you – know, one of the questions I always get is, you know, with all due respect, right, these analysts do great reports, but they're behind firewalls. They're behind reg walls. Um, one of the nice things about these OVA matrices is I see IBM and some of the other vendors – are making the matrices themselves available if you, you're willing to fill out their registration form. And, you know, what I like about them, what I like about that is it gets it gets this intelligence into the hands of people, whether they, you know, you want to think it's slanted or, or whatever because you had to fill out a registration form, that's up to you. But, but for people, Michael, who are saying, you know, how independent, you know, how much stock do we put in these things? You've already given us a little background into the, the methodology behind the research, this, the wide spectrum of companies you're covering. But, but talk about independence um, sure. of, of Ovum and of your research here. So, you know, I, I want people to understand that. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I, as analysts, um, our our uh, our credibility is is our, is our independence. So, um, you know, we're we're not um, aligned with with any vendor. Um, um, we work uh, as as an analyst firm. We face both ways. We do work for for vendors. Uh, we work also with uh, end user customers. 
and we also provide solutions for vendors and, and for uh, enterprise uh, customers. So, so we face both ways. We work with all parties, um, and uh, but our, our independence is our credibility in the market. So um, uh, we take a completely uh, objective view uh, of um, the, the responses from the vendors and sometimes the vendors don't like what, what they see, um, but uh, they, they actually um, find it very useful to get uh, <laughs> a completely uh, unjaundiced and, 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 and uh, um, independent view because it helps them understand exactly where they are in the market. I think the ALM one in particular um, was a bit of a shock for a number of vendors because of our um, uh, uh, rescoping of, of how we, we look at ALM, some vendors completely ignore the engineering um, um, market and uh, we see that as, as one of the growth areas in ALM. So I think that caught out a number of vendors by, by surprise, despite the fact that we've been telling them that they ought to look at that um, um, part of the market for ALM. Absolutely. Michael, um can you give our readers what's next? You know, what, what other matrices related to these subjects or other kind of research might you guys be working on next? Sure, sure. So uh, personally, um, so I, my brief is the, uh, the uh, software development lifecycle management. Um, I cycle through three areas, ALM, uh, mobile development platforms and application performance management. Um, despite the fact that the the ALM one was was a triplet, <laughs> um, but it is uh, logically uh, the life cycle, if you like. Um, so the next one in the cycle will be Q4 this year, and that'll be on application performance management. Great. All right, Michael, we're just about out of time, unfortunately. I apologize. Uh, we, <laughs> maybe we can talk again another time. Um, it was great chatting with you, and I, I hope our readers have you know, learn something here that can help them. And and thank you for all the research you do. I, you know, did can never have enough information on this stuff. Michael Azoff, Principal Analyst at Ovum. Thank you very much. Thanks, Alan, for inviting me. Thank you. And this is Alan Schimmel for DevOps.com. 